Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DKHOOPS, only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how kroger brand products taste or you get your money back so next time you're shopping for the family look for delicious kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome to the NBA Finals File with Robert Ori and Jabari Davis. I am Jabari Davis. I'm a former NBA writer turned podcaster. And this is legendary seven-time champ, Big Shot Bob, a.k.a. Robert Ori. It's great to be here, Jabari. I love how we deep dive into these NBA Finals to break it down and get real with it. So I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's been a fantastic time. Honestly, each series, it kind of presents something new. And the next two series that we're doing, while the teams are the same, they were very different series. Very different. <laughs> it's game one of the NBA Finals. And for the first time ever, an NBA Finals game will be played in Oakland. So, yeah, this week's matchup is a 2015 NBA Finals with the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was only seven years ago. But did you remember this series as much as you anticipated you would? Because I did not. I, I did, you know, because when looking back at this series and I realized the Warriors, LeBron James, you know, let's, let's talk about this. LeBron James could be MVP almost every year he plays. Yes. But this is the year Steph got his first MVP. And sometimes when MVPs go up against MVPs, mm -hmm. The one who didn't get it usually shines. So I was excited for this series. It's almost like, what was the scenario? Was that David Robinson and Hakeem back in the day? Where yeah. Hakeem, yes, you, was. Hakeem basically <laughs> said like, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and take my MVP one way or another. Yeah, I was, I was front and center for that one where Dream just annihilated David. So I was expecting something on, on this lines. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the breakdown before we get into the games. 
For this one, it was a great season for the Warriors. They finished 67 and 15, first in the Pacific. Their path to the finals, you know, wound up, they went 4 and 0 versus the Pelicans in the opening round, 4 2 over the Grizzlies in the second round, and then 4 1 over the Rockets in the conference finals. On the flip side of things, the Cavs, they had a solid year. It was 53 and 29, first in the Central. And their path was 4 0 over the Celtics, 4 2 over the Bulls, and then 4 0 over the Hawks. But I want to go ahead and get into the historical significance of this one because it was kind of fun going back and learning this history. The city of Cleveland, you know, they had a 51-year run of futility when it comes to winning a sports title at this point. This was also the first time in 40 years for the Warriors being in the finals. Obviously, this was the first time making it such a deep run for this Warriors core. LeBron personally was in the midst of making the finals 9 out of 10 years for the Heat, Cavs, and Lakers, but it was still the first run with this group. How did you feel about this matchup heading in? I felt like it was perfect because... You just mentioned their series in each conference, you know, 4 4-2, 4-1, 4-4-2, 4-0. You know, that is a short series to get to the finals, to the conference finals, and then get to the finals. I thought teams were going to be rested. Teams were going to be prepared. And like I said, MVP matchups, and it was going to be a great series. And But that's that one thing that kind of upset me. The teams weren't at full strength. Olenek and Love fighting for it. And this is going to be cool. Did Love hurt? Did Love hurt himself? Yes, he did. His shoulder popped out. Yeah, he ran right yeah. past He's going us, right yeah. to the locker room. Yeah, I think his shoulder popped out. So a big moment here as Kevin Love's shoulder popped out as he was battling with Olenek, and he raced right to the locker room. Yeah, that's always unfortunate. You know, it's a battle of attrition, but when you get down to the finals and, you know, Kevin Love had been out since the first round. He had that weird situation where he got tangled up with Kelly Olenek. Kyrie, you know, to his credit, you know, he, he had missed a couple games throughout the playoffs, but, you know, and, and he plays in game one, but then you know, obviously ends up getting hurt down the stretch. And it really was just a depleted roster. Yeah, it was a depleted roster for them. But when you got LeBron James, do you really need anybody else, man? <laughs> and LeBron James came out huge in this series. So we're going to deep dive and I don't want to tell everybody what happened in the series just yet, but LeBron played his butt off. All right. So, you know, before we get into the actual games, when it comes to the coaching matchup, do you remember the conversation surrounding David Blatt as well as Steve Kerr heading into this? Because, you know, it, as it tends to be, it kind of skewed to the negative or, or at least the doubting on both of them. Congrats, man. I'm so happy you, for you. It's crazy, isn't it? Not a fabulous season. Thank you. You too. Good luck with everything. Well, I know on Steve Kerr's part, he came to a situation, he just took over the team and he led him to the finals. And then Blatt's situation, you know, is the guy who coached overseas. Nobody was really familiar with this dude. You know, even though he won overseas, sometimes the public says, that's overseas. That's not the NBA. That's not the elite. But the guy could coach. He came in, you know, he did his thing, but uh, uh, later down the line, some other things happened. But I think when a guy comes in and has to coach LeBron James, you're probably in a situation where it's like, okay, do I just give him the reins and get away? Or do I try to coach him? So I'm always in favor of coaches that have to coach not just LeBron James, but superstar players because it's difficult at times. Yeah, I can only imagine, which is why, you know, you, you give you know, all the kudos in the world to coaches like Pop or coaches like Phil and or you know, Spolstra and obviously others that have coached super talented rosters. But let me ask this before we wrap it up, because you alluded to something that I wanted to go to. Yes, the general conversation was about Blatt, like, hey, but that's overseas and whatnot. What about amongst the NBA players? Do you got, you know, are, is that the same type of feeling? Is it like, OK, he did it over there, but, you know, let's see if he can do it here. Or is basketball basketball? I think basketball is basketball because a lot of guys will refer to other situations. They'll look at Dan Tony. OK, 
what did Dan Tony do? He won overseas. He came into the NBA and won. So I think a lot of guys will reflect on that and use that as inspiration to go out and say, you know what? Let's give this guy a chance. And plus, if you look at this Cleveland team, you and I could have coached this team with LeBron, James, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, you know? It's one of those situations where you just got to go out and make sure you get the right game plan, you, you prepare the right way, and get the players ready to play. Fair enough. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. Coming up, we dive into a crazy game one. Top of the key three for LeBron. Good! And he ties the game at 96. He's got 42. The 82-game preseason is in the books. And it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DK Hoops, only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Curry has a lane to the basket. Drives, puts it up. Irving blocked it from behind. 
Kyrie Irving blocked it from behind. And we'll go to overtime. We're back here on NBA Finals File. Let's go ahead and jump into game one because this was a fun one. LeBron was dazzling throughout, but we actually got an OT classic to start the finals in Oakland. The Cavs entered this series, and you know, as previously mentioned, shorthanded due to Kevin Love's injury versus Boston and dinged up as is given Kyrie's foot and knee injuries that caused him to miss two games in the conference finals. In the locker room, are guys locked into that next man up mindset? Or are there times where, you know, as a player, you head into a series openly acknowledging the disadvantages internally? Well, you know you're at a disadvantage, but you feel like as a team, you can make up for that disadvantage because guys have been there. And throughout the course of a season, guys get hurt. Uh, guys have to step in that role. And you figure you're ready for that. And when you get to this point, there's so many guys that are rolling, feeling good. And they say, all we need to do is get on the court because we can cover up our weaknesses because we've gotten this far. We can, you know, export our strengths. And I think with love being out, the guy's like, you know what? That just means LeBron has to take up a bigger load. Tristan Thomas does. And a guy we forgot about, Mozgov, has to take up a bigger role. Yeah, those are going to be some names that definitely uh, come into play <laughs> in this series. It's so funny. But like I said, again, I watched this series you know, as it happened. But as I was watching back the footage, I was like, wait, this happened? Wait, that guy was the leading scorer? There, there, was, there were a lot of like, oh, wait, moments in this. Oh, Mozgov again on a gorgeous pass. So the Cavs actually started the game hot. They built a 14-point lead in the first quarter, only to have the Warriors come storming back by the end of the half. The game wound up actually featuring 13 lead changes and 11 ties throughout regulation. Steph and Clay, you know, they did most of the heavy lifting on the scoring end for the Warriors, combining for 47 points, including 5 for 14 from deep. Here's Curry in traffic, works to the basket, had nothing there. He circles the world, gets it to Green. Back Curry, a three. It's good! Game tied at 36! But let's go ahead and just talk about it, man. This is—it's not even the elephant in the room. This is this is the LeBron in the, in the room. He was just—he's so ridiculously good at this stage. You know, he, he pretty much did a bit of everything. He winds up with 44 points, eight rebounds, six assists. James gets into the paint. Bank shot is good. As the Cavs go back up by four. I want him to see one go in. We gonna keep playing. I'm gonna keep playing. James has his 76th 30-plus point playoff game. That passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, third all-time. While Kyrie also adds an impressive, you know, his stat line was ridiculous. 23 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals, and 2 blocks, you know, just for good measure. Before aggravating an already sore knee in overtime. Rob, you're LeBron in this scenario. I'm I'm sure that feels pretty good. (laughs) So you're LeBron in this scenario, and you see Kyrie go down. What are you saying in the huddle? And also, what are you saying to yourself in that? And Kyrie Irving is hurt now that he's... Off the court showing how much pain he's in. And what a terrible sight to see right now. First of all, I can't say what you're saying <laughs> because there was a lot of bleeps <laughs> in the bleep, bleep, bleeps. But I, I think for the most part, he's going to have to say, you know what, JR, James Jones, uh, you know, Delhi, you guys are going to have to step up. You've been here. Kyrie was out during the season at moments and you stepped up. And everybody uses this term next man up. And that's what it really is about. The next guy stepping up and doing what he needs to do. Because at the end of the day, we're all NBA players. There's a reason we're NBA players. Now go out and show me why you're an NBA player. And to that point, the story of this game was really about the respective supporting cast. Cleveland only goes three deep on the bench, despite it being an overtime game, and they were outscored 34-9 to by the Golden State's reserves. Let me ask this. In a series particularly where you're shorthanded, is it natural for a coach to want to just kind of lock in on the guys that he's comfortable with? Or might this have been an opportunity to kind of extend the rotation if you're Cleveland and at least see what you could have gotten out of the rest of those guys? 
Yeah, you know, this this is why you have 12 to 15 guys on a roster. And during the season, those 82 games, it's prepared guys for situations like this. And a lot of times coaches have gone through the season and they realize, well, this guy's not ready yet. He needs two or three more years. Because think about it. Joe Harris was on this team. He was. And he's one of the elite shooters in the league now, but he didn't get any burn. And Sean Marion was on this team. And there's so many guys that are vet guys on this team. But when coaches get down to the nitty-gritty, they say, who am I comfortable with? I'm going to roll with who I'm comfortable with. And a lot of coaches do that. It's not just that this black was doing it. I've been on teams where Pop has done it, Rudy T, even Phil. You know, those guys are going to go with their gut and go what they feel is best for the team. Did you notice anything specific or particular that they were doing, they being the Cavs, in order to get LeBron the shots where he needed to get? I think when you LeBron was catching in the mid-post, and, and when he's that mid-post area, he can bank shot, he can drive it, because that first step is explosive. And what I noticed is he was coming down on the right side, and then he was just going middle and shooting that fadeaway because, you know, most basketball players like to go left to shoot the ball. And LeBron would either go right and dunk on you, or go left and fade away on you. So he was putting you in a trick box, we like to say, and you were at your mercy unless you double-team and get the ball out of his hands. James backs in. Layup is good. So continuing with the action, Kyrie blocks a driving attempt from Steph that would have given the Warriors a last-second lead, and LeBron actually has a chance to win it in regulation as he dribbled down the clock in isolation versus Iguodala. He opted for what has become one of his patented moves where kind of like, you know, to what you just described, where he gathers steps and fades to the left with, you know, after a hard dribble, but he ends up missing it. James drives, falling away, misses, rebound, Shepard puts it back up at the buzzer, won't go. The Cavs also went completely cold down the stretch of regulation and throughout OT, missing 12 straight shots. It really just honestly, you know, outside of a layup toward the end of the overtime period, it and this is kind of why I asked you about like you know lengthening the rotation because it really felt like the Cavs just ran out of gas in this one. The Warriors were down 14 in the first half. They went 108 to 100 and take a one nil lead. Watching this game, like yeah, they got a little tired. But sometimes in situations like that, when you're tired, threes aren't your friend because the legs aren't there and. With LeBron and Kyrie, I felt like they could have drove more and dropped it off to Mozgov or Tristan Thomas because those guys were just feasting in the paint. Because let's face it, you know, the Warriors, they weren't a very big team, but even though the only guy they had was Andrew Bogut, because Draymond Green plays the four spot, but he's not a very big four. He's a powerful four, but he's not a tall four. So I think they could have drove more and to try to draw the defense and, and drop it off, but they settled for shots and the legs went out on them, I think. Yeah, it definitely did. The Warriors end up winning this one 108 100 in overtime. Like, as I mentioned, the Cavs, they only scored one bucket on a layup toward the end of that period. So, obviously, the Warriors jump out to the lead. That's one game, fellas. That's one game. We had a chance to win that game, too. Execute a little bit better on offense. We're going to beat these guys. Kyrie Irving is out for the series with a fractured kneecap. And now the Cavaliers have to fill a major void. Hey, next man up mentality. What are you going to do tonight? How are you going to make a difference? How are you going to make the play to get us over the hump? I mean, we had a lot of miscues tonight, and uh, it's up to us uh, now, you know, to make some adjustments, you know, and be ready for Sunday. Huge win. Uh, you know, to start the series off up 1-0, especially with home court advantage, that was important. Didn't play our best, but we gutted out and got a win. Now game two is even more important. Now we've got the Cavs fighting to tie the series, and LeBron, no surprise, once again is great. 
If you include the postseason, the Warriors at that point were 47 and three at Oracle Arena. So it was an uphill battle, you know, to say the least for the Cavs when you factored that in. And also the fact that they're missing Kevin Love and now Kyrie. You know, if you're David Black, I guess there's not much you can say, but what are you expecting to hear from your coach in this scenario? Um, we're shorthanded, but we've been paying for this all year. We're going to need our bench to step up, just play as hard as you possible. More importantly, try to jump on them in the beginning to keep their crowd out of it because Oracle is a venue that the acoustics are very, very favorable for the home team, which is the Warriors. So that's one of the things you have to take out. And, and the Warriors at that time were a young team. They're inspired by the crowd. They get that energy from the crowd. And that's when the Splash Brothers get to knocking down that three. But you know, go back to something you said that LeBron, LeBron was it was beyond fantastic in his game. You know, he had a triple dub mm -hmm. and he was just unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah, to that note, it was another back and forth game where LeBron, you know, again, he's, he's strong throughout, but he did understandably kind of seem to fade over the course of his 50 minutes played. <laughs> Rob, I got a confession, man. This series, and, 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 you know, I already kind of said it, but this series really did make me sit back in awe of LeBron. You know, because like, you know, even though, you know, I, look, I thought they had a chance heading in, you know, even given the established injuries. Once everybody went down, there was really no rightful reason for them to, to even been in this series. But, you know, he, he was able to carry. Yeah, he was able to carry. But when you have series like this, you got X-Factors like J.R. Smith that will come out and give you buckets. You got Mozgov who will give you buckets. And think about it. Mozgov, one of these guys that we're going to mention, had 17 points and 11 rebounds. That's a double-double from a guy you weren't expecting. And J.R. Smith, if they need some punch off the bench, gave him 13 off the bench. So when you got LeBron dishing and grabbing rebounds and pushing it, it don't matter who you're playing. You can get a chance to get a win. LeBron James has the ball in the near wing where he's guarded by Draymond Green. Accelerates, goes baseline, lays it up and lays it in. Timeout Golden State as the Cavaliers take an 11-point lead. A triple-double for LeBron James. So for the Warriors, Clay carried the bulk of the offensive load in this one. He scores 34 points to go with his five boards. I noticed Steph really struggled in this one. He's 5 for 24 from the floor, but he does wind up tying the game on a layup in regulation. Curry also put Golden State ahead 93-92 on free throws with a, just under 30 seconds to go in overtime. When it is a guy that obviously, well, I won't say obviously, he's universally at least considered, if not the greatest, one of the greatest, but let's just say he's the greatest shooter you know, the, the game has yeah, ever let's seen. let's be real with it. He's the greatest shooter. He's going shooter. 5 for... <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to mince words about mm -hmm. that. You're right. What, what, what am I doing here? But when you see a guy struggling like that, you know, on the other side of the court, are you at least thinking, okay, well, at least we have a chance now, or is, is it, or are you just kind of waiting, you know, waiting for that other shooter drop? Uh, you you pumping your fist because you're like, if their best guy, their MVP is having a bad game, we need to take advantage of that because the game of basketball is about runs, and when he's shooting like that, that means we have to make a run, we have to keep him frustrated, and I think Delhi made him really frustrated in that second game. Because Delhi got to start in place of Kyrie, and he went out. And I think after this game, they start calling Delhi the Curry stopper, right? The Curry stopper. Curry catch and shoot, short. The shooting woes continue for Steph Curry. This game for Cleveland, it's been all about their defense. Delavadova, part of that defense, starting in place of Kyrie Irving. As a player, you never want to be called the stopper of an MVP player because that's just going to put you in trouble in so many ways. So, but, but that's the thing. Delhi played him really well in game two. And like most vets, they go home and look at film and they figure it out for the next game. One of the key things for the Warriors, is they changed up their offense in the fourth quarter. 
Let's talk about the fourth quarter and what Kerr did. He went small in that fourth quarter, which he moved Draymond Green over to the five position, which allowed Draymond to be that not point for but point center, bringing the ball up, spreading the offense. And Golden State is one of those teams, they're really good at backdoors. They're really good at pick and rolls. They're a technician at doing the simple things that can beat you. And you look at the way they played down the stretch. They spread the floor. All right, what's better than spreading the floor when you got ball handles like Curry, who can take you off the dribble and take you to the rack? Then you got Clay Thompson. Clay is not a really ball handle like Curry, but he's a one-two dribble type of guy. But when he pull up, he's one of the most deadliest guys in the game. And then you had you know Harrison Barnes, who was a sharpshooter, and Iggy. And Iggy at the time was killing. Stephen Curry has struggled all night. Finds Iguodala, three pointer from straight on, gets it to go. Cleveland said, "You know what? We're going to back off of Iggy." But Iggy was able to come in and, and knock down shots at particular moments in the game, which were big shots. Like, even though he only scored seven points in this game, but he was big and knocking down big shots in big moments. And sometimes that's all you need. But that spread offense is the patented offense that the Warriors use when they feel like they can't put Bogut in the game to get rebounds and block shots because now they spread you out, they dribble drive, they kick. Is this basic basketball. You dribble, you pass, and you shoot. So they get down to just under 10 seconds left in a game. They've got a you know two-man action with Curry and Draymond, and it results in what it looked like a pretty good look from Curry. But to your point that you made earlier, if it, it almost felt like Delia Dova winds up you know, throwing it off just a little bit. Curry actually airballs this, you know, his final attempt. And the Cavaliers with 10.1 seconds remaining in overtime lead the Warriors 94-93. And now Golden State with a chance to take the lead and win it. Curry on the drive, step back, puts it up. It's an air ball. It's grabbed by LeBron. This one is over. The Cavaliers claim game two in overtime, and we are going back to Cleveland tied at one. If you see Curry shoot an air ball, that must mean something's wrong. I, you know, Delhi gave a great contest, and he missed the shot, but that had a lot to do with Steph going two for 15 from the three. You know, he didn't have a really particularly good shooting night, and so... I'm not. I'm going to say it's fifty percent Delhi and fifty percent Curry. I'm not going to say it's all Delhi. It's not all Delhi. <laughs> okay, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> the Cavs wind up taking Game Two, ninety-five, ninety-three, and tying up the series again. Extremely impressive considering the circumstances. But now we're heading back to Cleveland. Time to take a quick break as the series heads back to Cleveland, and the Cavs now have home court advantage. It means everything for this franchise, for our city, for all the Cavs fans all over the world. I'm looking forward to seeing our fans, and I can't wait. The 82-game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code DKHOOPS, only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, 
Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. All right, we're back here on NBA Finals File. Look, starting off the finals with two overtime games, I honestly, as a fan, you can't really ask for more. But the Cavs, in game three, back home, they're looking to take advantage of home court. You know, you're pushing teams to the limit. As a basketball fan, as a basketball lover, when you see two teams going down in the wire, who's going to win in an OT? Who's best conditioned? Basically, it's the cream of the crop. Who's going to rise to the top? Absolutely. So in game three, to no one's surprise, LeBron comes out in attack mode from the start. Rob, I noticed Kerr switching from Barnes to Iguodala and to even Clay on him at times. Under normal circumstances, it's seemingly the coach is doing that in order to give different looks, also to avoid one guy wearing down with such a task. But when you have someone that's rolling like LeBron was in this series, what is the coaching staff telling you as players at this point? Throw the kitchen sink at him. Because <laughs> that's all you can do, man. You can throw everything at him. And just like a guy has a pat to move on the offensive end, Certain defensive players play guys a certain way. And for you to throw a guy, let's say an Iggy who's taller or, or a Barnes who's stronger, you try to switch it up to throw LeBron off his game. But the thing about that is when you have great players, they can adapt quickly. It just takes one possession or maybe two possessions to move on and to adapt. James drives past Green, gets to the rim and lays it in. 
I think what they try to do is try to confuse LeBron, but it, it really didn't do much to him because LeBron is such a great player. And you think about it, you go out in history, MJ was that guy, Kobe was that guy, Dream was that guy. You can throw any type of defenders at him. They're so good, you're going to need help. Yeah, we're, and by we, I'm saying fans, we're cute with this blank stopper. There's no such thing. Because if you've earned, like, <laughs> if you are good enough to where someone has to, ha- you know, have a stopper, it's because you're not stopped. You may be slowed down, but yeah. <laughs> so in this one, Steph was back to his normal self, rebounding from a rough shooting night in game one. Curry fires away and finally gets one to go. His first bucket since the opening couple of minutes. Curry launches one. That's good. Curry steps back. Hits a three. Clay and Steph actually combined to go nine for 20 from deep on the night in this one. Iguodala and David Lee were also both good for the Warriors off the bench, which brings me back to Cleveland's decision to keep that rotation so limited. Golden State really seemed to distribute the minutes somewhat evenly, while Cleveland only went three deep on the bench with this one, with one of those players being Mike Miller for five minutes. I know they were shorthanded, which can't be ignored. But is there any part of you, and I know I keep on hammering this point, is there any part of you that also thought the Cavs simply wore themselves out over the course of the series? I think when you go into two overtime games to start a series, I I don't care. you got to find a way to get LeBron some rest, Tristan, whoever's on the court, you got to find to get some rest. Even if you tell a guy to go out there and take a foul and, you know, delay the free throw as much as possible so you can get that extra, you know, 20 seconds or whatever it may be. I bet you if Coach Black had a chance, he would go back and play some of these guys because you had a Sean Marion who had playoff experience. You had a Brendan Haywood who had playoff. Mike Miller, you know, was just a guy who'd go out and knock down shots. There's so many guys on that bench you could have gave minutes to to rest LeBron three or four minutes. You know, let's say when they sub in, when you bring in Sean Livingston, okay, Mike Miller, you go in, you play against Sean Livingston. Because to me, I'm not saying it's a push, but that gives some of your guys a time to get the rest. Even though you look at the way the Warriors played all season, they went deep into their bench because they know this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And you have to get guys rest throughout the season and in the playoffs. To that point, part of why I asked this is because on the other side of things, I did notice Kerr, he started to lean on a guy like Festus Izzili and David Lee for stretches, you know, with Bogut being out for the rest of the series following this game. You know, and I wondered how common it was for coaches to simply not trust their full roster in situations of clear need. Yeah, even, you know, you get to Brazilian Burr, who I went up against that. Now, Barbosa, mm-hmm. he got some good minutes. And I think a lot of times when you got former players like a Steve Kerr, think about it. He was that guy that was like, you know, a Barbosa, a Livingston when he was with the Bulls and with the Spurs. He said, I'm going to sit over here. I might play only five minutes, but they're going to be good five minutes. And then the playoffs run around, you might you might stop, you know, whoever it is my big dog is. If it's Tim Duncan, David Robinson, or if it's Scotty, Michael Jordan, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be ready. We like to say, keep your phone on the hook because when they call, you have to be ready. And I think throughout the season, the Golden State Warriors had their bench ready and the Cleveland Cavaliers did not. Another interesting point that I noticed here was throughout this season, Golden State was a top rated defense while the Cavs were actually a middle of the pack defense. But in this first half, they held a powerful Warriors offense to just 37 points. Cleveland's defense actually holds up in the third quarter as the Cavs outscored them once again, 28-18 to end their fourth with a sizable lead. But then, of course, you know, it's inevitable. The dubs get hot. You know, they they managed to pull to within a point at 81-80 on a Curry three-pointer. Curry for three. Puts it in. Curry rattles it down. It's a one-point game. If you're the Cavs in this situation, is it like, oh, great, here it comes? Or do you just buckle down? You buckle down. And you said, okay, we're at home. We got a crowd behind it. Let's just keep battling. You know, good things can happen. And 
As a former player, the first thing I was taught when I came into the league, Tree Rollins, Olajuwon, Otis Thorpe, we got to get home court advantage because the importance of fans is so major when it comes to playing games at home. comes James, cross to Delavadova, alley up to James, and he throws it down. This place is going nuts. When you tired, that crowd gets to roaring. It can give you a little bit more energy. We don't know where it comes from, but it provides you with a little bit more stamina, a little bit more energy. And think about it. We already talked about these guys being shorthanded and not having enough guys to play. This is perfect for them to push them through this game. Rob, I really appreciate that point because that was something that I wondered. I wonder, like, just how much does the crowd influence players? Is it more of a matter of, you know, for the opposing team, they're just so loud you can't hear yourself think? Or does it actively energize, you know, the home team? And that's kind of awesome to hear. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. When you're on the road and the crowd is loud, it's almost like you can't hear your coaches, you can't hear your plays. And if you're on the other side of that, everything is clear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's that way, but it is that way. I remember playing in Sacramento and uh, when they were going crazy and Phil was yelling out plays, we were like, we can't hear him. This is the that we want to run, you know? <laughs> so it's just weird like that, man. Yeah, so it, 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 is a, it, it is an important factor when it comes to sports. It's an energy thing. It's a comfort thing. And every person that's ever played a sport, professionally or on a level, their home crowd really gets them going. And to your point, the Cavs, they were able to answer right back because Della Vadova, and this is a key shot, you know, he hits a leaner and picks up an and one from Curry. What did you see on that play? You know, when we talk about guys having to play guys like a Steph Curry, but you know what? You have to be aggressive on the other end. Back to Della Vadova, 10 to shoot. Behind Curry, now down the lane, off balance, shoots, pass out, he banks it in! Della Vadova was falling down to his left. We are seeing the emergence of one of the more improbable playoff heroes in recent postseason history. And Delhi didn't back down to this challenge, so I applaud him. So when you got a situation where you can take a guy like a Steph Curry and get him in a foul situation, you do it. Because let's be honest, Steph is not a Klay Thompson when it comes to defense. He's not as good mm-hmm. as Klay Thompson. And Delhi took advantage of the situation, and especially in the key moment. Down the stretch, when a lot of times guys were like, you know what, this is LeBron's show we're going to defer. But to me... That was a huge and one. It really was. And every point is important when you're dealing with Steph, because while he may not be like Clay on the defensive end, he does wind up hitting three threes in the last 90 seconds. Even though the Cavs still hold on for a 96-91 win and you know, take a 2-1 lead in the series, just the fact that that man can do that seemingly at any time, that, that has to strike fear in your heart. Yeah, those three threes, you know why they were important? Even though they lost the game, it broke the ice for Steph. Dribbles off two, puts up a three. It's good! Stephen Curry nails another, and it's a three-point game. And then that was a minute. He's like, okay, I got my groove back. It mm-hmm. might have happened at the end of regulation, but watch out for next game because that's all players want. They just want to get in the groove so when the next game rolls up, they're playing at a good level, at a good pace. All right, so that's where we'll wrap up part one, but don't forget to come back for part two when the Warriors turn things around in a big way. Another extraordinary performance from LeBron James. 40 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. And he now has the most points ever scored in the first three games of the finals. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.